Welcome to the We Are SC podcast. This is Eric McKinney. We're here today joined by Bryce Young and his father, Craig Young. Bryce Young, the 2020 quarterback commit to USC, attends uh, modern day. Bryce, that, first of all, thank you guys so much for, for joining me here tonight. Of course. Thank you for having us. And uh, wanted to just jump into it right, right really quickly with you, Bryce. Football for you. How did you get started? Why, why was this sort of a, a game that you gravitated to? Um, for me, it was a sport my, my dad played. So uh, he, he started me uh, pretty early. Um, growing up, I always, had, uh, I always had a ball in my hand, whether it was basketball or football. But um, I, I loved the sport growing up. Um, I always watched it. Um, and really just that love, you know, it, it continued to develop as I began to understand it more and got the opportunity to play it more. So um, it was something my dad kind of instilled in me, and I, you know, kind of ran with the person. What was it specifically about football? I mean, uh, you know, with, with basketball or, or any other sport, was there something, you know, just just you couldn't get enough of with football? <laughs> yeah, um, you know, that, it's that, that game time feeling that you have um, when you're out. That's something that can't be replicated uh, with anything. Uh, you know, being out, especially now um, uh, on a Friday night, but, you know, even earlier, being out on a Saturday, Sunday, Pop Warner's, you know, uh, playing and, uh, you know, just, just having that team aspect being, you know, being with, with people that are, that are your brothers, with that teammate going to war, that, that's something that can't be replicated uh, really anywhere else. So it, it's a feeling that uh, you don't want to get rid of. So that's really what's driven me and, and really, uh, you know, pulled me into continuing playing football. But Bryce was a hooper. It was hard to get that basketball out of his hand. But um, it was one of those choices we had to make. We, we're glad that uh, football has worked out so far. Sure. Yeah, a little bit. Um, Bryce, quarterback for you. When did you settle in there? And is that where you started playing when you first started football? Uh, I actually started as, as a running back. Um, that was my first position. And for me, I kind of, uh, you know, I started running back. I started playing both. I started playing uh, quarterback and running back and rotating at a really young age. I started at the Y and that was fun. And the older I got, you know, the faster the people around me got. So um, uh, my dad coached me for a, a big majority of my, my youth days. And one of the years, I'm not sure what grade it was, but it was, it was a relatively young age. Uh, he, he, he looked at me, and we had a guy who was faster on the team. He was like, yeah, uh, I don't think he's going to work. It's you <laughs> running back anymore. So um, kind of from there on, I started to play quarterback. Craig, did you know that he could be a good quarterback, or did you just want to get that running back the ball? <laughs> you know, and a little bit of both. <laughs> so you want to get your best players on the field. But um, even, even when it's, – it's funny because maybe it's just a precursor to the, the way that he, he plays now. Even when he was the running back, when we had to throw, he would throw, and um, he always rotated between the two. Um, there is a story – we played T we played um and when I played I was a DB and a wide receiver, but he played uh T ball. And so as a as you know, in T ball when you hit the ball, everybody just runs toward the ball. And then there's another coach and every time he runs the ball, race the ball, and every time you get the ball, he'd throw it exactly back to the coach and we would literally hit him in the hands in the same spot. And the coach said, You know what, you have a quarterback on your hands. Like, no. And then with that first game that he – when he ever played a quarterback, I think he literally threw a touchdown pass the first time he dropped back. So, um, at that point, we were like, oh, see how, see how it goes. 
And then Craig, for you, what, how do you, I guess, get him moving in that, that quarterback uh, trajectory? I mean, what, what are kind of the, some of the steps that you took to, to make sure that he uh, can go in there? Well, um, what you, what, what I did early was one, we always want to make it fun and you don't want to make it a chore. You don't want to make, put all these um, expectations on, on a young player. Um, you want to make him, you want to make it fun. One of the things I did do is once he did have a, an aptitude or I felt that he had some talent there, I wanted to make sure that he got coached on the fundamentals early. Cause oftentimes when you're athletic, um, and you get labeled as not really a, a pure passer, or I didn't want to have to deal with any of those things or have someone try to switch his position. So very early on, I made sure that um, he got a quarterback coach and that he was skilled in the fundamentals of throwing. And back then when he was starting having a quarterback coach at, I, I can't remember when we first had one, maybe it was six or seven, that was unheard of. And people thought I was crazy. And now it's kind of, and now it, 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 it it's kind of par for the course now where uh, kids are getting quarterback coaches early on earlier, but that project, that trajectory. And then once um, we got the throwing down, I just want to make sure that he was always challenged. And um, we put, we put together a system where we were throwing the ball early and often and having him make decisions and that stuff. So it was just kind of, it happened organically, but once we saw that there was, that there, he had some potential, I just wanted to make sure that he had a good fundamental solid base and, was able to, while still being able to have fun. Bryce, when, when did it really settle in for you? I, I'm going to be a quarterback. This is something that, that I really enjoy doing, and this is a spot for me and a, a sport for me, and I, and I want to put in this much work where it, it takes this much work to be great at it. Yeah, um, it, was, it was relatively early uh, for me. Um, I really like, you know, the, the notion of having the ball in my hands and having decisions run through me and, and having the responsibility that comes with playing the position. So that was definitely something that attracted me. And as far as working out goes, kind of how my mindset was, was regardless of what I was going to do or what I wanted, what I wanted to do, um, I wanted to be the best at it. And, um, you know, what, what, regardless of position or even football, anything, if, if there's something I'm determined to do and, I, um, and it's something I really want to do, I'm going to work and do whatever it takes to be the best at it. And when I decided it was quarterback, it was, it was an easy decision for me to, you know, dedicate myself to, to, you know, becoming the best that I could at that position. What's been your football path so far? Can you take me through? I know you mentioned, you know, playing at the Y when you were really young and then obviously now at modern day, can, can you fill in sort of some of the blanks where, where you played and your sort of football path up to this point? And then specifically the decision to, to go to modern day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a long route. That's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, <laughs> It's a, it's a long path. Yeah, I, I've been on a I've been on a good amount of teams in my life. Um, you know, like you said, start at the Y, um, just flag, um, you know, local stuff for the most part. Uh, my first tackle pro uh, tackle football program was um, it was Laverne San Dimas LVSD Cup winner uh, when I was uh, when I was around what, four. No, you you well you played flag first around five or six at Glendora, then from there. You went to LBSD. I guess you started back around seven, eight, somewhere around now. Yeah, around that age. So uh, that was my first tackle team. Played there a few years. Um, that's really kind of again where I started to develop, you know, that love for quarterback. That's where I started, you know, just full time quarterback. I I really knew what I wanted to be, um, position wise, and and um, you know, really uh, saw how much fun, how much I enjoyed football. So that's really where uh, that developed. After that. Um, I played on the Burbank Vikings for a year. 
Um, I had, uh, I knew a lot of people up there. That was, uh, after that, I played for the LA Valley Seahawks. I was in Pop Warner again. Out in practice at uh, Sherman Oaks. And then after that, that was my eighth grade year, uh, I made the decision to hold back. When I held back at first, I wasn't even going to um, play on the team. I was just going to train. Um, you know, kind of keep my head down and just get better. I knew some, you know, I had a kind of a training program that I wanted to follow. But um, through some, you know, through some kind of uh, weird connections and, and funny ways, I ended up going to a tryout because I eat ducks my uh, second, eighth grade year. I uh, really liked the program, liked the coaches. Um, felt like it was a good fit. So I ended up playing my um, last year of youth with the IE ducks, which was fun. It, it was kind of um, a gateway to, I guess, a little bit more exposure and, um, you know, more and better competition. We went to Florida and, and everything. So after that, I, I you went to Florida and you got, they won the national, they won the youth national championship. Yeah. You can, you can go ahead and mention that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, on a last second, on a last second touchdown throw. Sure. Yeah. Um, after I'm doing that, bad right now. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, after that, went to, um, knew I was going to go to Cathedral kind of that whole time. I went to Cathedral for two years, and um, after my sophomore year, um, I have tremendous respect for the coaches. I'm extremely close with, uh, close with the majority of my coaches, uh, even to this day at Cathedral. Um, felt really comfortable there. was really happy with the decision. Uh, to this day, I'm really glad I went to Cathedral for my first two years. Um, and kind of for me, the decision to come to modern day was more for my, uh, for my progression and, and for my for my development and growth, um, I feel, felt like it was a necessary step up for me. Um, as far as um, it, it was definitely a step up in competition. Being able to practice and play against the best was, um, you know, playing a national schedule, playing the best competition that, uh, you know, best competition possible in California and the country was really intriguing. I definitely feel like it, uh, you know, helped me share also with the, the stuff we did offensively was a little different, learning a new system. Uh, a more, I'd say a more complex and, uh, you know, more challenging for me mentally system. So uh, it really helped my development. And uh, because of that, I feel like it's really helped as far as, you know, making me the quarterback I am today. And, um, you know, last year, that was my first year in modern day. And, um, you know, looking forward to my senior season now. Can you break down some of the stuff of, of you know, maybe – during the off season or, or during the season, kind of your, I guess, training regimen, what, what's asked of you as a quarterback at modern day and, and as a quarterback um, kind of, you know, fast tracking it towards college right now at a, at a big time program. Um, and then obviously the academics uh, at modern day and all that. What, what is, what is kind of a typical day for you look like? Um, yeah, for me. So um, now we're, uh, we have conditioning in the mornings. So uh, before school, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm conditioning with, with the team. Uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, um, I have lifting, uh, uh, weight training workout um, at a facility in Santa Ana, which is a convenient, uh, really good uh, training facility out there that I do before school. So there's always something that I'm doing um, before I get to school. I go through school, and uh, yeah, Mar Day is a very academically challenging school. Um, a great school, uh, really prestigious, but it, it's a lot of work. Um, you know, just you just really just it's a lot of time management, which is definitely going to prepare me for um, college because I know that that's very important there. Um, after that, we go through and we lift after school. So um, I'll 
go straight from after school to a lift session. We'll have a film and video that we do with the teams at some time during lunch. We have some built-in breaks in our schedule uh, academically on my day. So at that point, uh, at some point, I'll go over film and uh, talk whatever either we're going to install or how practice went the day before or just watching college film with uh, OC. So going over that. And then uh, after, after uh, lifting, we have practice five days a week. So, and then in the, on the weekends, uh, at least once a, once one uh, either Saturday or Sunday, I'll throw with my uh, quarterback coach. Uh, and then I'll, I'll mix in some sort of speed training or some other workouts. Those regimens are kind of less, uh, you know, it's less time, uh, you know, locked into a specific time. Everything else is kind of locked in during the week. But um, weekends are a little more flexible. But I'll find, I'll find some sort of combination as far as, um, you know, speed training, uh, throwing, and then getting a few lifts in. But that's kind of how the daily schedule works now. There's got to be at least 30 seconds or 40 seconds of free time in there. We, we can try to find something else for you to do and uh, use up the rest of that time there. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's his Xbox time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, good, good. Now we've got, now we've got the whole time filled. Uh, yeah. Right, Bryce, first to you and then, Craig, I'm going to let you jump in too. We, we can read a lot sort of breakdowns about your game and – you know, these are his strengths and weaknesses, but can you give me a, a sort of a scouting report of yourself, um, breaking down what you do well, uh, things that kind of come naturally to you, things that you've, you've worked at to improve, and then places where you still see kind of some room for, for growth and improvement? Um, yeah, for me, um, as far you know, as far as the quarterback position goes, I definitely think there are two very distinct aspects of it. Um, I think mentally, I'd say my strengths are – um, you know, I think my strengths are composure, um, being composed in a moment and, um, you know, keeping a team together and, and leadership, which I definitely pride myself on, I'm trying to be that anchor for the offense and um, really, you know, embodying and owning that offense and, and knowing that everything runs through you and, um, and you know, stepping up to it and owning it. Uh, physically, I'd say, um, for me, it's accuracy. That's, again, what I, what I pride myself the most on, what I work the most on. Uh, so that I, I'd say I do the best, is, you know, is uh, – throw accurately and, and quick decision-making as well as, um, you know, being the ability to extend a play and uh, not always just to run and, and go downfield, but, you know, to, to keep plays alive for, um, for, you know, for passing. But as far as places that I've been working on that I feel like I need to improve, I feel like uh, I can work on my top end speed a little bit more. I'm uh, definitely quick and uh, within the first, you know, few 20 yards, but I think, uh, you know, trying to turn those 20-yard gains to, you know, taking stuff to the curb is, definitely what I want to work on and um and also just get you know physically bigger um get stronger and, and more ready for the for um you know for USC and college football. Craig go ahead and and what what have you seen from him uh in terms of strengths and then things that you guys are still still pushing for a little bit. Okay uh strengths um um I definitely agree with the, some of the things he talked about I think one of the um the things that is most impressive and I uh and when um, coaches were ta are talking about him or praising or recruiting him or some of the things that drew them to him is his release. Um, he has a, a, a very, a very quick release. And he also has the ability to um, throw as accurately um, in the pocket and um, as he is and scrambling. And he's really good at off-platform throws. So it's just throws where, you know, feet aren't set, body's turning one way and throwing with um, – with various arm angles. And um, as far as what the NFL is looking for, colleges, I know that's, 
that's really important because you're not always going to get a clean pocket. You're always going to be able to set your feet. So um, those are the things a part of his game. And then he touched on it, but I think it's important is um, he's very clutch and he, he plays his best when the, when the moment's the biggest or when it's best needed. And I think that that's almost one of those things that's innate that you really can't coach. So um, those are the things that, uh, that about his game, he's a winner. Now, the things that um, we want to improve upon, I think um, definitely he touched on it. I like, you know, always want to get bigger and stronger. Um, I want him to also be able to, um, I think maybe sometimes being, um, I think, you know, he does a really good job of, of, of not getting too high and not getting too low. But um, sometimes I would like him to maybe get into a, not, to, to when 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 a player is um, not doing what they're supposed to do, I think sometimes I would like him to be a little bit more vocal. But part of it is like he he takes the onus on him. It's like if it's if it's an incompletion, it's like that's my bad. But sometimes it's not your bad, and you you gotta let and you gotta let the let those guys know that um, you know what they need to do in, in certain some and you know in no uncertain terms. But that's one of the things that we're working on. But he you know he's a nice guy. Sure, Bryce. Getting into recruiting a little bit. I mean, I know you have to go back a ways for that first offer, um, but, but can you take me through a little bit how the recruiting process played out for you uh, and then eventually ultimately deciding on, on USC? Yeah. Um, yeah, my first, uh, you know, first kind of encounter recruiting was got my first offer um, the, the day after my, my last day of eighth grade um, from Coach Kingsbury at Texas Tech. Um, so that's kind of when it started for the most part. Um, I had, uh, I think I had two or, uh, yeah, two, I believe, offers that, um, you know, in between my eighth, uh, before my freshman season, uh, played my freshman season. I think I got uh, two, one or two offers during my season. Uh, after the season um, started, I think I, I, I finished at around 10 or 11. Um, and then after my sophomore season is when kind of the majority of my recruiting happened. Uh, that's where I have the, you know, kind of the amount of offers I had today, started building the relationships, I, you know, that uh, I had up until my decision, had today. And it's, um, that's kind of when the most strides were made during my recruiting. And for me, kind of just the, the um, uh, USC, oh, they've been there. Uh, I was thrown at a seven on seven there at seventh grade, uh, knew all the coaches, always been up there. Uh, definitely the campus and the place I was most familiar with uh, throughout my recruiting process. And um, it was just, SC was just always a place that I always kept in contact with, always was close with. And I felt like home. It felt like the right decision. And I'm definitely happy about the decision that I made. How close was it with some of these other programs? I mean, I know that you committed before, you know, Kyler Murray kind of went on this run, but Oklahoma was one of those schools in there for you. And when you look at kind of what they've done with their last couple of quarterbacks, I mean, what, was it tough to turn those down or was USC kind of – that clearly ahead of some of these others, uh, other programs? I mean, you know, I have a lot of respect for a lot of coaches, a lot of other programs out there. Um, there's a lot of amazing programs, great relationships that I've built. And, um, you know, it was definitely, um, you know, it was definitely great to, you know, be able to see into the mind and see the, um, be to, uh, at different places and talk to them. But for me, it was, uh, for the most part, it was always pretty clear about SC. And I always felt like that was home. And um, it, it's definitely a, a place that, um, I'm I'm very glad that I picked. And then since you've uh, 
committed. I mean, I guess throughout, throughout your recruiting process, this relationship with USC, you've had to build a lot of relationships with different people at USC, you know, multiple <laughs> offensive coordinators in and out, multiple quarterback coaches in and out. How, how has that gone? Has that sort of, did, did it ever, you know, shake you at all? Um, or or how, how has this kind of played out in, in your mind, um, seeing this happen and really having to go through it? And I'm assuming since there weren't other, you know, a, a lot of other commits in your class being sort of the, the point guy that they had to keep touching base with that, you know, as all these changes were happening. Yeah, um, you know, it's definitely interesting, um, you know, with, you know, with the changes and the, all the um, shuffling that's gone on at SC. But for me, I never really lost faith in the coaching staff and, the, you know, in the team and the environment. And um, although it was different people I was talking to, I was extremely close with, with everyone. Um, you know, when I first kind of really began to build that relationship, really close with Coach Ellis, with uh, Coach T, who, um, you know, who I, I still have a lot of love and respect for. And I've still talked to a few times since um, just because of the relationship that I've built uh, with them while, you know, while, while they're at SC. Um, and that was a staff that I, I definitely loved. And then, um, you know, the Cliff Kingsbury transition was, um, you know, that was, that was obviously very smooth for me. And I, I was really excited about that. And um, that was when I had a previous relationship. So that was very easy to, you know, very easy to have, but um, you know, it was definitely a, you know, kind of a roller coaster when, when that fell through and, everything with uh, Coach Kingsbury happened, but for them to bring in Coach Harrell and the rest of the staff that they did was just, um, you know, it was, it was really amazing for me. And that was kind of, for me, the first time that I really had to build a new relationship. And I, I couldn't be more excited that it could have been with the, with um, Coach Harrell as a coach. I mean, he, um, he, he's been, you know, he, you can clearly see all the, um, see all the stuff that he thinks of, um, you know, his, his system is, seems like a great fit for me. Um, I love the things he does offensively. Also, you know, as a person, someone who's, who I can talk to about football and talk to about stuff outside of the field. Um, I just, you know, I'm I'm really excited to to get there and you know be coached by him and play under him in, in the system. So, um, you know, all those different changes and moving parts, they were all you know smooth and uh, comfortable transitions for me. What was your? Do you, do you remember your first thought first when you heard Coach Harrell was coming in, and then your first thought when you? when you got to meet him and actually start talking to him? Um, yeah, I was very excited. Um, you know, there had been a little bit of rumors, you know, spreading around. So, um, you know, I did my homework and looked at North Texas's film and looked at their stats and, and, you know, looked at, tried to, you know, kind of see from the outside his philosophy. And when I looked into that, I was very excited um, if, you know, uh, with that decision to bring him in because that was someone that I, I really liked, uh, you know, as far as the scheme. And then when I finally, you know, actually got to meet him and, um, he met my whole family and we got to talk uh, we got to start to build a relationship off the field and talk a lot of football um, and it was even you know it was even better than I expected um, a great guy young guy someone I can really relate to and you know things he does offensively and how he thinks his concept is something that I'm extremely comfortable with and extremely excited to you know to play under so um, it's just uh, it, it was a great hire and I was really excited uh, when I found out about it. Craig, what about you when, when all these coaching changes are happening? And I know, you know, Bryce is saying, you know, kept the faith and, and wasn't totally affected. As a dad, is that something where you're kind of, you know, hey, what's going on here? Or how, how did you get through all of that? And how was that for you guys? Um, you yes. Know, all the... so, ab- yeah, so, so absolutely. You know, as, as a dad, you, you know, sometimes you have to, you're, 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 um, 
you're thinking a little bit differently and you're thinking about some of the consequences and some of the ramifications of, of, of the decision of, and of staff leaving and instability and all those things. Cause you know, as a dad, you're, you're, you have to think big picture. So, um, during that time, of course, we're, um, we're evaluating everything, but one thing that was a constant and this is what coach Helton said was even during these changes, coach Helton was still there and coach Helton is a very good man. He's a good man. He's a, um, He's a, he's, a, he's a good coach, he's a, a good communicator, and he's just one of the few good people um, in his profession. So he was the constant. And then, um, I know it's a cliche, but in a way it's true that you don't just commit to a coaching staff, you commit to a university. And um, the things that SC had to offer, and it still has to offer as far as a, as a university, and as far as the, the alumni network, and then being in such a major media markets, uh, that didn't change either. So then, and also for us, a commitment is a commitment. So you want to make sure that, um, you know, we wanted to honor that and give SC the chance to really um, make the hires and do and, and, and do what they're supposed to do. But of course um, the, it was a little bit unnerving, but we wanted to sit there and, but we wanted to give Helton a chance to coach Helton a chance to put together a staff. And then um, the hire that he made, obviously with coach Kingsbury, I mean, that was, everybody was excited about that. And then with the, um, and then with, and then with, when that, when that fell through, of course, that was disappointing. But then when you came in with Coach Harrell, who's um, under that same tree, who runs the same system, um, then, you know, we, we felt a lot, felt a lot better about it, about it. But I think at the end of the day, it's important to have conviction about your decisions and about um, what you're going to do and to stay the course and to let things play out and not really be a slave to, um, message boards and media and um, negative recruiting or other people's opinions. You know, after that glowing review of, of USC, nobody's going to guess this, but you are, were a UCLA fan. Um, so <laughs> I'm sorry to out you on that, uh, about that here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not, just, not, not just fan, UCLA alum and sure. former UCLA, uh, so graduate and what, six, seven-year season ticket holder so yeah the whole thing so can you take us through in your mind when Bryce is kind of zeroing in on on USC and it's you know cuts his list down and hey it's going to be USC okay can you take us through a little bit what's going on in your head and, and some of that <laughs> um it was it was interesting especially when he when he committed and they uh, I think we had to take a picture and they wanted us to do the fight on signal. And I've never, like at that point, I'd never done that in my life. Literally never. So it was, it was interesting. But um, uh, UCLA at, at, at that point had not, had, had not recruited Bryce nor offered him. So they, were, so they were never really an option. So that made it a lot easier. And then at the end of the day, um, your, son's, your son's dreams and his path is, 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 is Bryce's dreams and Bryce's path is Bryce's path. So um, my path, I was able to, to, to pick my dream school at that point was UCLA, and I wanted him to be able to pick his. And so um, the fact that my son's going to be able to play football and play at a major university, um, I'm, I'm very happy. And then as, obviously as I got to learn more about the school <laughs> by, by um, eliminating that bias and just really learning about the school, I mean, it's a great, it's a great university. And like um, – I always say, and we talked about Bryce. If you're, in, um, I told Bryce, if you're an elite basketball player in Southern California, then of course, and nationally as well, you go to you go to UCLA. 
you're an elite football player. Um, I think you, you need to go to SC. And so the long and the long the short version is I'm I'm extremely exceedingly proud of my son and um, I have no problem with the Cardinal and goal. How, how many uh, you know victory signs uh, have you thrown up <laughs> since that picture? <laughs> Are you um, getting better at it? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, no. Bryce tells me I do it wrong all the time, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a work in progress. <laughs> but I think I've done about three or four. Okay, yeah, we'll get you some more practice with that. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, Bryce. Uh, th- this spring, you were able to get out to some spring ball practices, and this was really kind of the first time for for anyone associated with USC ever to see an an air raid offense on the field. And I know, you know, Coach Harrell kind of has his thoughts about. You know, it's not a system, it's a philosophy, and, and there's all kinds of, like, gray area with that. But just, I'm, I'm just curious, what did, what did you see from that offense um, in terms of standing back there, being able to kind of – obviously, you weren't practicing, but, but looking at it, you know, behind the pocket a little bit, imagining yourself fitting in um, to, to that system, that scheme. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just extremely excited about it, um, you know, to see how it played out and to see how the, the team came together and, and really got a lot of the stuff and understanding in such a short period of time is, is really what's so encouraging for me. Um, you know, when you get a new coaching staff and a new philosophy and, you know, it's new verbiage, there's a lot of uh, differences. And that's really hard for, you know, for a team that's been doing something a certain way for, you know, for so long. But to see, you know, how fast the um, to see how fast the, the players caught on and to see the change and the energy and, and the philosophy at practice um, and really just to see it play out in fruition is really encouraging for me. Um, I really think it's a testament to both, you know, how the coaches coach things, their philosophy and the players, their willingness and how hard they work as far as, you know, embracing this new philosophy offensively and coming together and, and, and really changing the narrative of how, you know, how they ran things. So um, because of that, it's definitely encouraging. It is definitely something I've been, you know, looking forward to as far as actually participating. Why do you fit well in this system in terms of what it asks a quarterback to do or what it allows a quarterback to do? Um, you know, it, it puts a lot on the quarterback. Has you know, gives them a lot of, um, you know, gives them a lot of freedom, gives them a lot of options, um, and and it has to make a lot of decisions. And that's all stuff that I'm really comfortable with. Um, I feel like, you know, I feel like. For me, it, it's a best case scenario when I, you know, when I have a lot of options, a lot of decisions to make, um, because that's kind of just how how I train and how I attack the game as far as putting my uh, stuff on my shoulder. And you know, and also it's a system that I ran a lot um, at Cathedral, and at Cathed- and I had a you know a good amount of success with that Cathedral, and it's, it's very very similar um, as far as system wise and philosophy wise. And uh, because of that you know, I, I definitely feel. Uh, already feel comfortable in it, and I, you know I can't can't wait to get up there to you know to run at the college level and, and see all the um, you know all the stuff that Coach Harrell has in store. Now you were, I mean, obviously you're going to be a big piece of this 2020 recruiting class. Spinning it forward a little bit, what I guess, what role do you see yourself taking in trying to help USC fill out the rest of this class? Are you one of those? kind of like vocal recruiters or is this something where we've, you know, we've seen recruits in the past, somebody comes to me, I'll answer questions. How do you, uh, how do you see your role playing out uh, trying to fill out the rest of this class? 
Um, yeah, I definitely, uh, for me, especially with coming so early and, and you know, uh, you know, being part of recruiting class, I definitely feel kind of the responsibility to, you know, to kind of um, embrace being a recruit and, and help lead that whole, you know, help lead the movement and help recruit others into coming and, and, and checking out the school and uh, trying to make the decision to, uh, you know, to come to USC. But for me, it, it's been a lot of talking to recruits, uh, you know, uh, at, you know, as someone who's committed and been there so many times, I feel like I can, you know, I can kind of offer that inside, um, that kind of inside information, of, you know, what things are really like, how, how the coaches really are. And, you know, it, it's a lot easier, I feel like, um, when you're talking to your peers. And I, I learned this when I was uncommitted, and, you know, I was, you know, uh, trying to make decisions, talking to other recruits and, uh, and seeing how, how uh, and talking to players and, and seeing how coaches really are and, you know, how things are as a, I mean, it's definitely something that I found helpful. So I, I just try to give that kind of guidance and, and show them, um, try to open their eyes to, you know, how great of a university I see is as far as um, talking to other guys and trying to get other recruits in. How is USC viewed right now by, by the recruits that you're talking to? Um, for me, I think it's some uh, – USC is something that's in a lot the, – the back of the uh, of a lot of recruits' heads, uh, a lot of recruits' minds. Um, you know, because of, you know, the, the recent, uh, you know, a little bit of struggles that they've had, you know, in the past, this past year, um, it, it's something that, you know, people, recruits love, um, you know, kind of that hot, the hot school and, and, and the new uh, up-and-coming school. And, and, you know, it's a very, being a recruit, is, it's a very hard um, job and it's a very tough decision. And you try to base, you know, the future, it, you know, it's trying to base the future off the president. And um, it's a lot of moving parts. Coach change all the time. It's a really, you know, uh, people who haven't been through the recruiting process, uh, it's kind of easy for them to overlook how truly hard of a decision it is. Because there's so many factors that go into play. And, and you know, when a recruit can see a, sees a record or, um, or, you know, sees a bunch of other people commit some place, um, that kind of gets that notion in their head. And I think there, you know, there are some other schools right now that, are a, a little bit harder recruiting the SC, but I feel like all it takes for that to change from um, to, to USC being at the top where they, you know, where they normally are and they belong in, you know, just a, just a few games and, you know, and a, and a good streak. And everyone um, recruit-wise, their SC is right back at the top of their list and back in, at the top of their heads. And I, I have a complete confidence in the team and the coaching staff that that's, you know, that's what's going to happen this year, that they're going to be able to turn things around and have a, a very positive season. And once that happens, I think you're going to see a lot of recruits. Um, you know, I, I think you're going to see their mindsets, uh, you know, really embrace SC, and you're going to see a lot of minds change to, to, uh, to come. What's your plan for, for the rest of the recruiting process right now? Do you have an idea, just the USC official visit? Or are there thoughts about other officials signing in the early period, waiting until February? Do you, do you have any of that kind of handed out at this point? Uh, no, for me, I've just been, you know, planning the official SC. Um, that's really the only place my head's been at. I haven't been thinking about anywhere else. Um, and it's just been for me trying to, you know, continue and develop a relationship with, with um, all the coaches there and, you know, try my best to be as comfortable and, and as familiar in offense as I can be from, you know, the position I'm at and try to prepare myself to be successful when I do get to USC. Talking about preparation, um... Where, where do you, I guess, split time in, in terms of, you know, you obviously have a big senior season coming up, want to kind of repeat a lot of what you did last year. How do you balance focusing so much on, on modern day and, and school and, you know, the season you have there and also maybe taking a little peek at 
trying to get ready for USC and, and that being something where I know every quarterback wants to jump in and start right away. Where, where does the balance come this offseason and really into the season also? Um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's very important to have that balance of, you know, continue to work and, you know, push towards the future and, um, you know, have that mindset of trying to be successful at the next level. And at the same time, um, you know, being, you know, noticing what's at the president and noticing, you know, the, the challenges I have coming up with my senior year and, and you know, wanting and needing to finish strong and finish the way, we, you know, we should as a team. So um, I definitely think there's a big balance that, um, that I have to keep in, that I've been, you know, trying to keep in mind. And uh, for me, I think it all kind of boils down to, you know, when you're working hard to you give your all, I think that's kind of the equalizer of that, you know, that, that really pushes towards both, um, you know, in the workouts and, and, and everything like that. When you're working hard and when you're um, and when you're pushing yourself, that's that one thing that you know that's going to help you know my present and my future. So I, I just was trying to focus on that and keep my head down and I just trying my best to improve the both. And, and then uh, one of the final things here, Bryce, being out there in spring, was there anybody either offensive or, or or defensively for USC that really caught your eye where you're thinking, hey, I'm I'm keeping an eye on, on this guy. This fall USC fans should probably be prepared for maybe a big year from this guy. Uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of guys that are, are going to be stepping into really good roles uh, this year. I think, our, you know, the receiving core looks, looks really good, really explosive uh, with, with Michael Pittman, uh, Tyler Vons, Amon Ra making a lot of plays. I think even uh, a lot of fans can expect a really big jump in Devon Williams this year who's um, really developed the O-line, um, very underrated part of the offense, extremely underrated. Um, you know, I think they're making really, really great steps. They're going to look really good this year. And, you know, the quarterback play is going to look really good. I think JT's going to have a, um, a, you know, a good year. I think that, um, you know, I think that, again, with, with having a hard system, uh, I mean, a new system coming in, I think the hardest, you know, develop, uh, you know, hardest change, for him, anybody will be the quarterback, you know, having to know the ins and outs of the system and the way all the quarterbacks have picked up on it and have really adapted to it really, you know, speaks to, again, the coaches and also their work ethic. So, um, you know, that that side of the ball, um, I, we can expect a lot of big things. And, uh, again, I feel like we had, uh, our, I think a lot of younger guys are going to step up on the secondary. And um, I, I can, you know, I expect a lot of good things. I have a lot of faith in, in the players and coaches for this upcoming year. Craig, what do we expect from Bryce uh, this fall on the field? Wow. Um, well, what we well what we can expect from modern day is that, um, being that it would be his second year in the system, um, they're going to implement some um, some some. Um, they're not going to completely go air raid, but they're going to implement some air raid schemes. So they're going to throw the ball a lot this year. So there's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of balls flying around. Um, it's going to be offensively, he's going to be more of the focal point. I mean, we, we're a little bit more balanced. And so um, we're just going to see a lot of, you know, it's going to be fun. And, I, and hopefully what we can expect is another, um, another CF championship, another state championship, another national, national championship. Those are always the goals. But um, it's definitely going to be fun. And um, the offense is going to be much see, uh, must see. And the ball is going to, you know, we're going to, they're going to be throwing the ball around the yard. You know, Bryce, I'm actually curious. After that first Bosco game last year, to come to come back and beat them, did was there a sense leading into that? Hey, we got these guys, or when when did you know, or at least feel like, you know, that that rematch was yours? 
Um, you know, for us, you know, despite the, you know, despite the the loss at the beginning, we never, you know, we never lost faith or never lost hope in, in our team. I don't think not for not even right after we lost did we did we ever think oh, our season's over. Oh, we, you know, um, we oh we don't we well states out or CIS out. I don't. We, at no point as a whole team do we ever think that. Uh, you know, uh, we just continue to work. Uh, we 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 saw our mistakes, saw that we had to get better, but you know, the whole time we we came in. Um, we came in confident. We didn't have any, you know, we didn't have, we didn't lose a star. We didn't, we just, yeah, it was, it was definitely a humbling thing for us as a team and, and for me um, specifically. But um, right after, we never, we never wavered or, or really lost hope. We just knew we had to, you know, we just knew it was going to be a grind and we knew we had to keep working towards it. But, um, you know, we, we always, uh, in our mind, we always knew that's what we deserved and what we were going to get um, as far as the championship. And as of now, um, you know, it's all that's, extremely irrelevant uh you know we have to work for it all over again um we we had the i think we had the, about a month and a, like a month after to celebrate and, and to have fun with it and to reminisce but uh ever since we got back to work that we don't we don't talk about it, it doesn't it didn't happen it doesn't doesn't matter it's something that's in the past um and as a team it's a, and we have to work and, and improve ourselves and, and we have to you know continue to get better so that we can get back to that but um, it, it's something that happened a long time ago and, uh, it, it's really in our rearview now. De definitely fun to watch, though. Craig, last thing for either of you <laughs> before I let you go. Uh, you had said, you know, six, seven-year UCLA ticket, season ticket holder. Bryce has been committed for almost a year now. What does the gear look like right now, UCLA and USC gear? Is, it, is there more USC gear in the closet already? <laughs> that was a great question. Um, actually, there is more, um, more SC gear now. Because the, the the UCLA gear that I have is a little bit older, so I have I have not purchased anything new uh, UCLA. So all of my all of my current gear is SC, and I told Bryce that um, I am a Trojan for the years that he is there. <laughs> He's got me. But then you know, when, then when he, then once once he moves on, the, the you know the SC stuff will always have a place in my heart. But then you know I'll go back to I'll go back to being a Bruin. Absolutely. I, I really appreciate the time, guys. That that was uh, USC 2020 quarterback commit, Bryce Young, his father, Craig Young. Guys, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having us on. Thank you so much. All right. This is Eric McKinney. You've been listening to the We Are SC podcast.